Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast. In this special mini-series that I'm calling the ISBA Annual Conference Build-Up, we are speaking to a number of the headline sponsors to learn a little bit more about the businesses that are supporting the conference this year. Today we are honoured to have with us a very special guest, John Peterson, Director of Minibus Services at Rivervale. As a headline sponsor of this year's annual conference, John joins us to share his expertise and insights into the world of school minibuses. With over a decade of experience in the industry, John has worked closely with schools across the country, providing safe and reliable transport solutions for students of all ages. He is passionate about the role that minibuses can play in enhancing the educational experience whether that be through enabling school trips, transporting sports teams to fixtures, or simply providing a means of getting students to and from school. In this episode, John will discuss the benefits of minibuses for schools, as well as some of the key considerations when it comes to choosing and maintaining a fleet. He will also share his thoughts on the future of school transport and how the industry is evolving to meet the changing needs of students and schools. So sit back, relax and join us as we explore the world of Rivervale with John Peterson. John, thanks for being here. It's great to chat about all things Minibus and Rivervale. Nice to be here, Leo. Thank you for having me. No, it's a delight. Would you be able to do me a little favour of just introducing Rivervale and yourself and your kind of journey into Rivervale also? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so first of all, give, give you a bit of background about myself. I have been selling minibuses to schools and colleges since I, well, a very long time now, uh, must be 22 years ago. And um, I've spent uh, sort of 15, 16 years at a company called Castle Minibus, um, who I'm sure many of our listeners will know. Um, they've got a good good reputation within, within the uh, independent school sector. And in 2020, I, me personally, I was made redundant uh, with Castle with everything that's going on with uh, COVID and, and all the rest of it, everyone working from home, and, um, and started at, at Rivervale in August 21. We've come very far, very quickly um, in a very short space of time. But obviously, uh, my understanding um, with the ISBA is, you know, it, it's it's the best organisation to be involved with, with the best customers, the best schools, um, and it and it sort of echoes what we at Rivervale trying to get across in in terms of service, in terms of uh, looking after schools and and account, I suppose, account management in the uh, in the best possible way. 100%. Yeah, that human element definitely comes across in uh, in a lot of what Rivervale uh, kind of does and stands for, which is really nice to see. And uh, he, yeah. listeners, he was not paid to say that about the ISBA. Those are his own thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> have to get that in there. Rivervale has a great history of, particularly in Brighton, where they're originally based, of you know supplying, uh, leasing and selling minibuses. And specifically for the independent school sector, is the most of the work you do uh, leasing or selling minibuses? So a bit, a bit of both. So, so basically, Rivervale, um, we got so as a company that got involved with minibuses back in 2018. But we, what we try and do is we try and um, offer the full service package. So it's not just about a, a customer buying a minibus from us or leasing a minibus. We offer the long term leasing. We offer short term leasing. We offer used vehicle sales, driver training, on site safety inspections, which are required as part of your Section 19 permit or or your PSV permit, and Essentially, we, we try and cover all bases. So it's not just about selling one bus it's, or two buses. It, it's, it's essentially everything that goes along with that and the compliance side of things and making sure that you're, that the ISBA uh, members are all um, operating correctly and uh, has helped as far as we possibly can, really. 
Sure. Yeah. What's the most common question you get regarding uh, like services or, you know, does someone need to do a course here and there on Section 19 and, you know? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, well, the most common question is, is um, you know, a lot of schools don't realise they have to have safety inspections. So it's not just a case of running a minibus or we've, we've raised the money or, or things like that. Um, you know, you, you've got to make sure you're operating correctly. And so having, a, having any sort of minibus, you have to um, either operate under a Section 19 permit, which is for charitable status, or you operate for profit, um, which means you have, you have an operator's licence. Um, and as part of that, you must have, you know, legally required to have safety inspection as part of either one of those uh, routes that you go down. And that's probably the, mo- the most, yeah, that's, that's the uh, question we're, we're often asked is, you know, that schools don't realise they have to have that. It is a legal requirement. Okay, interesting. So perhaps with the, if, if the new Labour government goes ahead and all the lots of ifs and whens and buts, but the charitable status thing might obviously change and that could lead to a whole nother set of things that need to happen. It, it will, it will. And I don't think anyone's, you know, I, I really don't think that anyone's actually giving that any sort of thought at the moment. I think they're just, you know, this is what's happening and, you know, this is how we're, how we're going to play it. But then obviously all these other things start to unravel as part of that process. There is a call to action, which is in place with regards to D1 and, and uh, who's able to drive minibuses, which we're, we're hoping by, certainly by end of March, we may have an idea of uh, where that's going. But with regards to charitable status, yeah, absolutely. Because I would say a very high percentage of schools operate under a charitable status um, in the UK at the moment. So um, obviously that's going to affect things. Okay, interesting. So, I mean, for you guys, what are the key messages for schools in terms of, you know, practically what solutions can you fulfill? Absolutely. So at the moment, um, so the hardest thing about um, operate, you know, be, being a minibus provider at the moment is the lack of stock um, with with the, in the current marketplace. Um, what we're offering at River Vale is what we're offering to you know anybody who wants to order a vehicle, and and you know and wait. I mean, there can be lead times at the moment are anywhere up to twelve months. It's taken for vehicles to to come through. Now, prior to COVID, it was, you know, there, there were, you know, fields of vehicles and you'd be contacted by manufacturers all the time, offering you extra discount to get them shifted or, you know, converted and things like that. So what we're offering is we're offering, look, if you want to sign up for a long-term lease and we will put a vehicle in, you know, as a rental vehicle between now and your new one arriving, which is hopefully a benefit to, uh, to most schools and colleges. Absolutely. And is there a big pressure to be providing vehicles that are electric or at least you know not diesel yeah so so right now at the moment we are um working so so rivervale itself also has a, a maxis franchise which again sort of started around 2020 and as part of that they have an electric van now we we've had those electric vans converted into minibuses and we're also having the ford uh, transit the e-transit being converted at the moment um, and we, yeah, at the moment we have a few of those going out the door, um, 14, 15 seaters, eight, uh, nine seaters with wheelchair access, that, that type of thing. Um, but they're fully electric, good range. And, um, and we have a, we have a Maxis demonstrator as well. So if any, any of the, uh, anyone listening would like to, uh, take on the demonstrator for a week, have it, have it for a week, we, by all means, just give us a call. We can sort that out. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. I guess you gotta be mindful of the future and all these technologies keep changing. Absolutely. And obviously ranges and, you know, th- things like that. And, and they're changing all the time, you know, and, and manufacturers are getting smarter with, with what they're bringing out. And, and, you know, the engines are getting better and batteries, sorry, the batteries are getting better. And, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I think the future, certainly the future is electric at the moment. 
obviously environmentally that's great financially are electric vehicles a lot cheaper to run uh, no, then well, they're cheaper to run, of course. Yes, absolutely. Um, in terms of leasing, um, they, they are. You know what? What seems a lot on paper is actually you've got to. You know, you you have to understand there are other other things. You know, you're saving on fuel. There's, you know, there's there's so much more. Um, we can also help with putting charging points in at the school, which I know we've started doing with certain uh, certain schools. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, like I say, it's, it's it's beneficial for everyone and obviously cleaner for the environment and. Um, yeah, is the, uh, the uptakes uh, getting getting larger and larger? Okay, brilliant. And then a question that we had uh, within the advice and guidance uh, sector mm. of the RSPA was that: Can minibuses be let out on the holidays to other charities who are using the site? Okay, it depends what you're doing. So, if you lease officially, there is a there is a clause in your contract which says you cannot do that. Okay. Uh, however, it, it depends. You know what, what sort of finance agreement you have in place. Uh, I'd certainly check your contract and see if. Um, you know what? What sort of clause is in is is in there for that? Okay, sure. So just check the the T's and C's. T's and C's, absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay, wicked. And then, am I right in thinking that there's a three yearly update training that needs to be undertaken for minibus drivers? So, um, so there's a couple of things. Number one is uh, at the moment, as I say, this call to action with regards to D one. D one is um, is required to drive anything at the moment, which is over over three and a half ton. So your standard factory built for transit is 4.6 tons at the moment. Um, so obviously D, a D1 is required on, on your driving license. Now, if you passed your test prior to 1st of January 97, um, you will have a D1 101, which is driving not for profit, on your license. And essentially, you can drive a school minibus, which is over the, uh, the weight allowance. Um, anything passed after that date, you need D what you need to put D one or D one training on your vehicle. Now it's becoming harder and harder for schools um, to find the drivers to, that have D one qualification because to put a D one on on a on a license is very time consuming. It can take anywhere from six to twelve months, and it's it costs a lot of money. If I'm honest, it's got, it's about two two and a half thousand pounds a head. Um, so it does, yeah, it does cost a lot of money. Um, that said. And if this call to action does come into place where D1, where some, where there is something, whether they bring grandfather rights back in or however they play it, best practice is always to have a Midas every four years. Um, the, the Midas certificate covers you. It's it's a, it's a nationally recognized scheme. Um, it covers you for four years. At the end of that four years, um, sorry, at the end of the Midas, you get a certificate. And um, yeah, and then it's renewable every four years. And that's, that's the best practice. Okay, brilliant. Um, right, okay, we've got another question then. This question is from, again, advice and guidance, is how to check driver qualifications. Is there a sort of easy method for that? I believe there's an online driver, there's a driver license checker. Okay. Um, again, if, if, you know, if any of the ISBM members have any, any questions on that, you know, get in touch. Get in touch, uh, minibus at rivervale.co.uk, and we'll be able to um, assist you on that. But there, there is an online driver checker where you just put the driver license number in, and then essentially it will give you all the information that you require. Okay, brilliant. So, gosh, lots of information there to take in. And it's obviously you guys have been working with the sector a long time. Absolutely. And that's part of the reason that we are headline sponsoring the, the ISBA. Like I said, the, the ISBA, as far as we're concerned, is the cream of the crop. And um, it's what, kind of where you want to be and, and, you know, from a business perspective. And, and we do have, we have a lot of customers who, who will be attending the ISBA. And obviously, a lot of it, like you say, Leo, is not about sort of selling, trying to be sold to on the day. It's, but it's, it's for us, it's relationship building. And knowing that when, you know, one of the ISBA schools require anything that, that we, you know, with regards to minibuses, 
they'll give us a call and we're able to quote. And that's that's essentially what we're looking to do. Yeah, 100%. I think being able to be on hand and be a safe pair of safe pair of hands on hand, as it were, is, cool. is massive. Yeah, bursters have got a lot to juggle on their plates. But turn from bursering to a very different topic, which is from your picture behind you, your undying love of Liverpool. Um, <laughs> would yes. you ever, in an ideal world, if you could, give or sponsor Liverpool FC and give them many buses? In an ideal world, yes, of course, but I, I do believe that that may be taken out of my control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do have, I do have a boss to answer to. I'm not sure, and he's a West Ham fan, so I'm not. Oh sure dear be, me! Uh, yeah, I'm not sure he'd be uh, very happy about that if I uh, gave gave Liverpool minibuses. But um, but no, we we do deal with some football clubs take to, who have leases on and do a lot in the community, and that is uh, Charlton is one of them. Uh, you know, Sunderland and and you know teams like that. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of clubs that are. Uh, do have vehicles with us. Oh, brilliant. Okay, that's good to hear. Well, I didn't actually see the score yesterday with West Ham Tottenham, but uh, I don't know whether your boss will be happy or sad after that result. Yeah, I, I should imagine he'd be sad because I do know the score. Is it? Sure he'd be sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There we go. Oh, well, Liverpool are doing well at the minute, so we'll, we'll celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John, I'll let, I'll let you get on with, no doubt, a busy schedule, but thank you so much for taking the time to come chat. Thank, thanks, uh, thanks for speaking with me, Leo. Much appreciated. Pleasure. So there you are, the end of that episode. Hopefully we're all a little bit wiser as to Rivervale and all the benefits that can come of choosing them as a service. Now, it would be remiss of me not to finish this episode without actually telling you a little bit about what is coming with the conference this year. So where to begin? The conference will be held at Manchester Central, which is easily accessible by all forms of transport. And there is a very exciting programme lined up over the three days with a mix of breakout panel and keynote sessions. ISBA members can now book online for the 2023 ISBA annual conference, which has been extended again this year to start at lunchtime on Tuesday, the 23rd of May. To give you a very quick rundown of each day, Tuesday will begin at lunchtime where there will be an afternoon of personal development in the company of motivational facilitator Chris Grimes from Second Curve. Chris will be guiding delegates through a fast-paced session that covers all aspects of relationship building and authentic leadership through the lenses of personal impact, influencing and networking. Wednesday. Wednesday morning will provide ample time for visiting the exhibition and networking from 8.30am. Of course, a key benefit of attending the conference. Sessions will begin at 11.10 and follow through to the end of the next day. The keynote for the day will concentrate on structuring your business, including information for both charitable and proprietor-owned schools. From 5.45pm, there will be a drinks reception with light refreshments and entertainment in the exhibition areas at Manchester Central. Thursday will again provide time from 8.30am to visit the exhibition and for networking before sessions begin at 11am with our keynote panel discussion on safeguarding. The final keynote will be from the ever-popular Joe Nellis and his talk on the signs of economic recovery to look for in the next 5-10 to 10 years. The evening concludes with a drinks reception from 7.30 at the Midland Hotel, followed by the annual dinner at 8pm. And our after-dinner speaker will be confirmed shortly, so be sure to check back in the next episode where we can let you know. There is a range of residential and day delegate options to suit all budgets. Delegates booking a two- or three-night package at conference hotels through the ISBA have the option to request a free day exhibition visitor pass for another member of staff at the time of booking. Early booking is always recommended to secure the conference hotel accommodation of your choice. If you are unable to attend on all three days or would prefer to make your own hotel arrangements, 
you can choose to attend as a day delegate on either Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. Senior colleagues are also very welcome to attend. The Wednesday drinks reception in the day is included in the delegate fees to give you an opportunity to network with colleagues in a relaxed social environment. To book your place, please head to our website where full details of the venue, hotels and more can be found via the links on the right-hand side of the page. When you are ready to book your place, just click the blue Book Your Place ticket at the top of the list. See you there.